0: Welcome to the new episode of The Context. We are all in our spaceships. Think about it. You cannot leave your home. And uh, the space that you have available is very defined. You have to make do. But you also have to adapt. For example, uh, even if we don't realize Every day, as we go either shopping or to work and then go home, our muscles get exercised. And when we don't leave home, we have to consciously put in exercise regimes that keep our muscular tone. We are still under the force of uh, attraction of gravity. So, contrary to what happens uh, in orbit, we don't have to worry about calcium depletion and our bone density. Another analogy is that we have to have a very precise program of what we do uh, in the day. Otherwise, we would tend to just hang around in our pyjama, um, watching uh, television series, uh, binging on uh, the latest uh, issue of uh, whatever uh, we like on Netflix or or Amazon Prime or other channels. Instead, if we are precise and able to plan ahead, then uh, we can actually fill our days productively, both um, doing things that we have postponed in the past and uh, now we have time to, to do various chores in the house, as well as uh, acquiring new skills, learning new uh, abilities. The other important consequence of being in the spaceship that is our house is the necessity of thinking about how we acquire the resources that we need. If uh, we are going shopping, we have to buy Uh, food for a week or more so that we don't go uh, too frequently and we are um, consuming everything without uh, throwing things away as uh, unfortunately 30-40 percent of the food used to be thrown away uh, in the past uh, in the Western countries. issue of recycling, of course, is not only about uh, food, but also other uh, components of the trash uh, that we generate, whether it is paper or glass or metal uh, or plastic. In many countries, there is an increasing level of attention in recycling uh, everything. And of course, now we have a little bit more time, so probably we are more diligent about uh, sorting uh, in the five, six, seven different uh, uh, garbage uh, containers that uh, each of us necessarily keeps uh, in order to uh, make it available uh, for collection on the precisely defined day. There are a couple of things that uh, we can still take for granted and we are very lucky in that. Water and air. Even though there have been reports of the coronavirus being found in uh, the water supply of Paris. This was not uh, water for uh, human consumption. So uh, we can use tap water but of course we have to think ahead and for example uh, make sure that uh, we have also alternative reserves at home if for a few days, because it wouldn't be possible uh, probably for more, we have to uh, drink uh, bottled or boxed uh, water. And as far as the air is concerned, of course, it would be even a bigger problem, but we can start thinking ahead. What would it imply if the next pandemic were transmitted by an airborne virus? To give an example, Uh, If somebody is ill with measles, and they are infective, and ride an elevator, you can climb into that elevator hours after they left, and you will still be infected. That is the kind of infectiousness of, of measles, just through breeding. So... What would we do if um, the air uh, would be contagious? Uh, Would we equip uh, our apartments with uh, air filters capable of uh, keeping out uh, viruses? Well, the latest uh, Tesla models, for example, have this kind of air filtering capabilities. So technically, technologically, we can do it. But of course, uh, doing that for Millions of homes and tens and hundreds of millions of homes uh, would be a a huge undertaking. Now, whether we are talking about uh, the resource cycle of uh, food, water, air, uh, recycling, uh, materials of various kinds, these are things that we discover on Earth because out of necessity in uh, conditions like the lockdown we find ourselves in now. But in space, this is everyday life. On the International Space Station, recycling is not perfect. And as a consequence, supply ships need to deliver water, air, and take away garbage Uh, from the space station periodically. But if we want to build permanent self-sufficient Martian colonies, they will need to be recycling and sustainable 100%. 99.99, not enough. Even adding one nine after that would only mean that the ability for the colony to persist would be prolonged for some period of time, but then it would still potentially collapse. So we are certainly not there yet. We don't know how to build uh, a structure, and what is the minimum size of the structure whose only input is uh, sunlight and uh, whatever chemical components you find on the ground, but for everything that is concerning a vital uh, biosphere, it is able to maintain itself uh, without out input from the outside, in which in, which, uh, in this case would uh, be uh, a shipment uh, from Earth that uh, we couldn't and wouldn't want to rely on in, in, in our concept of a self-sufficient Martian colony. So we have to to work in order to get there. But if we imagine that we are already there, then uh, this knowledge, this ability, this capability is extremely precious. Is it likely that it will be Earth developing it? Or is it more likely that it will be um, not completely self-sufficient Martian colony that is going to make the concerted effort to improve its um, ability to create a circular system in the biosphere and supposedly in the economy as well, uh, to to be truly uh, autonomous. I believe that the second is much more likely, which means that these precious technologies are going to be born on Mars. And as they are born on Mars, of course, their value will be immediately recognized and leveraged. The Martian colonies will export this know-how, these technologies, these best practices to Earth and possibly elsewhere. That will be uh, the base of, of Martian commerce. And of course, uh, there will be always uh, uh, welcome shipments of uh, whatever uh, Mars needs and, and Earth has uh, a plenty in order to expand the colony or build a second one on the planet until, and uh, there will be many, many more years uh, before that project becomes uh, feasible, we um, terraform the planet itself not only within the colonies, but uh, all over its uh, surface, we create the conditions for uh, Earth-based life to to thrive. And uh, this uh, will keep us uh, busy for millennia. And of course, uh, we will start uh, uh, other places as well, other colonies that are going to be very different. Um, A colony uh, on the asteroid belt, for example, not only wouldn't be able to count on soil and um, air and water, it would have a much uh, lower availability even of energy from the sun because of how distant uh, it is. And very importantly, it wouldn't be able to count on gravity uh, to to, to help or hinder uh, certain activities. The human body needs gravity, so there would be spinning uh, colonies. But at the same time, it is uh, easier to build uh, fantastically uh, complex and, and uh, intricate uh, structures if gravity is not there uh, every moment uh, trying to destroy and make crumble uh, what we are building. So there will be also structures that are freestanding and growing in all directions uh, for their own purposes uh, in uh, uh, in the uh, colonies in the asteroid belt. Now, of course, whether we are talking about uh, uh, Earth-based, Mars-based or asteroid uh, belt-based dwellings, both uh, designing and building them will uh, employ vast quantities of uh, robots both humanoid as well as non-humanoid robots. And 3D printing uh, our uh, habitats is going to be the norm, where um, at an ever-increasing rate, we will use uh, grown parts uh, extruding from uh, uh, the uh, raw materials available uh, in order to uh, obtain uh, what, uh, what we actually need. And then, of course, uh, the people who will be born in these uh, very varied uh, places uh, in the solar system will take their own place of birth for granted. And they will see every other place as very exotic, very attractive, sometimes inhospitable, sometimes uh, welcoming. And uh, tourism uh, in the solar system is going to be an important uh, economic factor because for humans, curiosity, entertainment, uh, learning and meeting other people is going to constitute an important part of how we will keep uh, living. In the meantime, in your spaceship at home, you should design your days and your weeks in a manner to recognize how lucky we are and how lucky uh, the, the, the situation is. Because we have demonstrated our extreme ability to adapt to something unexpected and something that uh, we couldn't even imagine most of us uh, a few months ago. and. This kind of uh, uh, discipline and dedication and and persistence and resilience that we have demonstrated is going to serve us extremely well as we go and endeavor uh, to face our new challenges, but also the opportunities of space exploration around the solar system.